want to get service, selection, and price so low. The record archive is the place to go.
episode 161. Mm-hmm. We started off with Vile Tyrant from Utica with the song Unto Wrath Be Given. And then we went into Hubris from Buffalo with the song The Marker, The Key. Yes. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Starting off 161 with some black metal. Mm. Yep. Uh, on this day in 1981, Betty Davis Eyes hits number one for nine weeks. Mm. All right. <laughs> also, on this day in 1985. We have a lot of. Kim Kearns fans listening. <laughs> I like that song. <laughs> I know you do. Um, you know what I like better? What? Betty Davis's eyes. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> this got weird. Uh, on this day in 1985, the discovery of the no-zone hole the was no announced. Hole. Yeah? Yeah. True story. Hmm. I think I remember that. Gotta get rid of those aerosol cans. They fucking flipped out about your Aquanet. You know? You and your fucking Aquanet. That was some good hairspray. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. All those ladies and uh, hair metal bands (laughs) from that era. You just fucking destroyed the nozone layer. (laughs) Um, there was another one in here somewhere too. Oh, uh, I think I remember watching a documentary about this one. Um, in 1975, a nurse stabs expectant mother to death, steals unborn baby. Mm -hmm. So basically she worked at a hospital. Mm -hmm. She faked her medical records, Mm -hmm. told everyone she was pregnant, Mm -hmm. went on, on maternity leave Mm -hmm. and did all that. Perfectly rational. That's all I got for on this day. <clears throat> um. All right. <laughs> That's nothing too overly exciting. No. No. How was your week? Um. It was pretty good. It went by quick. Mm-hmm. How about you? Yeah. Same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Finally getting some good weather here in the Northeast. Yep. We had fantastic weather all week, mm-hmm. except for the 10 minutes that we decided to grill. Oh, yeah. It rained. Yeah. <laughs> it poured. For 10 minutes. Yeah. And then our food was done. The second we were done, it stopped. <laughs> Which is how everything works for us. <laughs> uh, but our large house projects are coming to, com- coming to an end as well. I just bit my cheek <laughs> really hard <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah I need a drink yeah yeah so the the projects are coming coming new clothes hopefully the expected expected yeah, this fucking projects. money pit <laughs> you got us into me <laughs> we're not even going there with that one <laughs> All right, I got a, I got a would you rather. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Are you ready? 
Yeah. Would you rather have skin that changes color based on your emotions or have tattoos appear all over your body depicting what you did yesterday? <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, mm, I'm going to go with the tattoos. Really? Yeah. Wow. Huh. What, what kind of tattoos do you think they'll be? Like hieroglyphics? No, they're going to be real descriptive images of what you did yesterday. And I know some of the shit you did yesterday. And a lot of yesterdays. I'm I didn't kidding. do anything yesterday. <laughs> You're like, wait, what did I do? I grilled. <laughs> <laughs> I made cookies. Yeah. All right, so that's what you're going to pick? Yeah. How about you? I would pick the first one. Really? Yeah. You'd want to know? You'd want the person yeah. you're with to know? No, everyone would know. Exactly. The person I was with. Well, yeah, the people you're yeah. around. Yeah. People in your presence. Yeah. I'm not good at faking it so i think yeah you are you think yeah to me you're not <laughs> i'm still gonna go with the first one i don't think anyone would really know when you were like seething mad mm. you don't yell no there's a point where it's yeah yeah, I, I bottle up stuff pretty much. But I, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like anyone that matters could kind of tell, but maybe not. Yeah. Are you crying? Mm-hmm. What's wrong? <laughs> I really fucked up the inside of my cheek. You did? Yeah. Why? That hurt. I don't know. Let's, can we play some songs? Do you need to go to hospital? <laughs> no. We're going to bring you to hospital while we play some songs. All right. Sounds good. All right. Okay, first up, Centelia from Greece, the you said, country. You said that like you're asking a question. <laughs> Centelia? No, I'm good, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like some Centelia in your tea? <laughs> no, not, not right now. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, boy. Uh, the song we're going to play is Harvest the Forest. And this is off of their second album, The Secret Last Syllable, out now on Flaga Records. Nice. And then after that, Nile, Nile, Nile. With the song Dance the End. This is coming off of their upcoming release, Things Fall Apart As They Are. And this is coming out on June 16th on Caligari Records.
that has a tiny bit of, to my ears anyways, the Cemetery Echo vibe. Oh, yeah. And I think like in the vocal harmonies. Yep. I know, yeah. I could hear that. Yeah. I like it. So you're kind of a, a real pain in the ass with your morning coffee. <sighs> right? Yes. I am. I'm not even going to deny it. You're a creamer snob. Uh, yes. I got a question for you. Okay. And I won't bring up our special trip out this morning to get your special creamer. Okay. Have you heard of Molson Coors is introducing, I think they already have, introduced a, a new breakfast liquid product. What does that mean? Isn't that weird? Is that how they're no, advertising? No, no, oh. no. So I shouldn't go into marketing for them? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, they've made a... Um, They've made a barley milk. Oh. Yeah. And it's it's dairy-free. And it's supposed to compete with the... The almond milk The almond milks. The oat milks. The milk craze. What is... What's my creamer made out of? I don't even know. Is it almond milk? Yeah. So what do you think of this barley milk? Eh, I don't know. Not sure. I definitely am not a fan of oat milk. Mm-hmm. I feel like it has a texture. Yeah. It's like, gritty. It's sandy, yeah. I don't enjoy it. I don't know. They're pretty excited about their uh, barley milk. That's a weird word. Have Coors. Coors. <laughs> Have you ever seen a barley cow? No. They milk it. What do you think a barley cow looks like? Um, uh, you know, <laughs> I think it's it's got like a uh, a plant look to it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's barley alive. <laughs> oh boy. Terrible. Yeah. So bad. Probably cut that out. No, oh. you got to keep it. <clears throat> All right, so you got a you got some news for me, right? Oh yeah, just for me. So yeah, just for you. Yeah, plug everyone else. Plug your ears. <laughs> There's somebody else listening. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> so I came across this article. Um, I don't know. Maybe it was. I don't remember what it was. In the past, mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know about this story, but. Um, the title of it is James Moore, mm. New York's longest serving prison inmate to walk free 60 years after killing 14 year old Pamela Moss. Mm-hmm. So this happened right in the Rochester area. Uh, he was a former landscaper um, and he was convicted of doing unthinkable things mm-hmm. to this 14-year-old Pamela Moss, mm. which is awful. Um, and after 20 attempts at parole, he they finally granted him parole at 88 years old. So he's scheduled to be released. That's crazy. It's crazy for a lot of reasons. Mm. Um, he did a really heinous thing mm. to 
an innocent 14 year old. Mm. Um, but aside from the fact that I don't really think that he should be granted parole, mm. um, he's 88 years old. Mm. Like, what are we as a society going to do with him mm. when yeah. he gets out? Yeah, I wonder where he's going. Right? I mean, I'm sure he goes into like some kind of halfway house assisted i don't know something mm. like you don't just walk free yeah. from that do you I don't, I and don't even know. if you do walk free and they're they close you know fucking kick you in the ass and close the door mm-hmm. what's he do mm-hmm. better get out there and get himself a fucking job <laughs> <laughs> but you know what i mean yeah. like it just doesn't make <clears throat> sense to me yeah. that this is even a situation. I'll I'll be curious to see what happens with him. Where he it doesn't say where he's No. It doesn't say anything. They usually I mean that's a long time but for him to be locked up, but like they usually don't release people to, to the same place that they committed their crime and they live there, you know what I mean? Yeah. They usually relocated to some different area and you know this is ridiculous but we have been known to watch love after lockup which is a reality show where people fall in love in jail Mm -hmm. and then they get released Mm -hmm. and they acclimate to their new life together and it's a disaster um (laughs) usually but you know just from that there's a ton of stipulations and things they have to do and check boxes they have to check box mm. so i don't know yeah um yeah I it's just know. it's just weird that is weird and then coincidentally i think it was later that day i was doing some doom scrolling on instagram mm-hmm and there was a post about what if we stopped naming serial killers cool names like the Night Stalker mm-hmm. and start naming them something completely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think that would deter them? Probably not. <laughs> you don't think so? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Like, I wouldn't want to be known as the Hamburglar. The Hamburglar. Oh, man, I was going to do all these crimes, but I don't want to be called a Hamburglar. <laughs> Fuck. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think so. No, you don't think it would make a difference? No. It'd be amusing. Um, for the I think m- we should start doing show. that because I, I do think... So I'm fascinated with true crime, mm-hmm. but I'm fascinated with it from like a... a sociology perspective not like a glorifying somebody for doing awful things mm-hmm. uh which i hope it has never come across like that on the show like no. I, I don't glorify no people for doing bad things right. i'm just really for some reason fascinated with true crime yeah but i do think as a, a nation too fascinated <laughs> you know i'm saying i do think as a nation that we sometimes do put like a limelight on these people i don't yeah i don't think it's as a nation i think it's the media yes i agree i would like to retract my statement and us as a nation eat it up yes (laughs) (laughs) that's better okay yeah i don't know it's just that article about 
James Moore being released at 88. I just, mm-hmm. I, like, I don't even understand why. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I wonder how he feels about it. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I really care, but he's probably pretty, I'd be pretty scared. Yeah, I don't know how, I mean, he lived his 60 years in there. 60 years. And think how wor- different the world was 60 years ago. Like we, it's before our time, so. Yeah. Um, He's going to, I don't even know what to think of that. So you think of Damien. Mm-hmm. Damien Eccles. Damien Eccles was on death row and was cut off from the world for how many years was he there? 26 or 3, 26. Maybe. And he talked a lot about how he really struggled when he was released, mm-hmm. when he was exonerated. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't know how to use a cell phone. He didn't even yeah. know like the concept behind cell phones mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. social media and texting. 60 years. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But I guess that's his problem to figure out. Yeah. But is it? I don't know. I wondered if he... Uh, I don't know. Like, is he excited about getting out or is he terrified? How would you feel? Oh, I'm probably terrified. Yeah, I think so. Yep. I don't know who's going to take care of him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. That's crazy i think he also killed grace bud and blamed it on albert fish but you know that's my opinion i know the time frames don't really line up perfectly but he is pretty old i feel like this is going off the rails Uh and uh i I think grandma
jersey not upstate new york um and that was coming off of their pain immaculate demo from 1992 the song was the oldest fear and that was engineered by eric rutan cool and that's all i don't know it's kind of a cool demo that's all i got to say about that Um, I think we should play a little most likely to. Okay. You up for it? Yeah. All right. Yep. <laughs> yep. Let's do it. Would you rather play most likely to or not play most likely to? <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Who would be a polygamist if it were legal? Um, you. What? Not me. Of you think I would? Yeah. I guess if we had to pick most likely to, I would agree with you. <laughs> I didn't realize it wasn't legal. <laughs> mm. What's illegal about it? Not, no? It. <laughs> it is illegal. <laughs> I don't know. Um, You're asking the wrong person why that's illegal. Most likely to always want to light shit on fire. Me. Yes. Most likely to have sex with themselves if they could. With themselves? Hmm. Probably you. (laughs) I don't know if I agree with that. (laughs) I wouldn't blame you. We'd leave that open for, we'll leave that open for debate. Okay. Um, can't drive for shit. Um, <laughs> well, you're you're a better driver than I am. Oh, thank you. That's just because of my vision problems. <laughs> you legit drive like an old man. Shut up. <laughs> I'm keeping us safe. <laughs> um, who is a terrible influence? Um. I think that depends on the night. Yeah. I was going to say me, but I think you can be too. Yeah. Who was most likely to be made for reality TV? Made for reality TV. Um, I think you. Okay. No, not, I can't see myself. No. No, no, no. Um, most likely to refuse to ask for directions. Mm, that would be... That's a male thing, I think. Yeah. 
male pride. I'd rather stay lost for hours. <laughs> <laughs> and then ask for directions. <laughs> um, who would be most likely to become a millionaire and blow it all? I'm a millionaire. I'm a millionaire. <clears throat> um, hmm. I don't. I don't see either one of us doing that. No. But I think if. I don't know. I think. I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. I guess me. Yeah, I think it would be you too. But only by a tiniest amount. Yeah. Because I feel like we're both pretty <clears throat> rational. Yeah. With finances. Who is most likely to be mentally undressing you right now? Um. <laughs> uh, you. What? Yeah. Are you just doing damage control? No. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but you are. Um, okay. That's it? That's yeah. what you're going to end on, that? Yeah. That's a lame ending. Um, okay. Let me find another one. You got to fucking pick a grand finale. Who really shouldn't have kids? Um, well, I'm going to have to say you. Yep. Agreed. That, I feel like, was a trap. Well, <laughs> you wanted another one. That was a trap. You asked for more. You want me to keep going? Yeah. Yeah, you can't end on that. One more. Most likely to watch Planet Earth for five hours. That would be you. 100%. I would watch it for 10 hours. million percent. <laughs> yeah. All right. Are you ready for some thrash? Yeah. Let's do it. I like thrash. Up first, Eruption from Slovenia with the song Aegean's Wrath. And this is the first single off their fourth studio album out May 20th on From the Volts. And then after that, Carnage with the song Livestock for Slaughter. And this is off of their fourth full-length album. The Stench of Rotting Souls, out now on Severed Records.
All right, we have a, a kind of odd listener question. <laughs> okay. okay. Mm-hmm. This is from Billy from uh, from Arkansas. Uh, okay. okay. Hi, Billy. Hi, hi, little <laughs> Billy. Um, Billy is. He says he's an avid outdoorsman mm-hmm. and a survivalist, mm. but he's a little. <laughs> It's a little weary when it comes to um, eating random mushrooms. I would too. He's like, I would be too. mushrooms are delicious, <laughs> but I know there's some poison varieties. Billy, we're going to read you a list of seven poisonous mushrooms and what happens to you if you eat them. Oh, man. Okay. All right, All right Billy. All right. All right. Listen up, Billy. <laughs> This could be a matter of life or death for you. Uh, number one is the death cap. The death cap <laughs> is included in every most dangerous list of mushrooms because it accounts for more than half of all known poisonings. Half of a small cap can kill an adult man. The genus of the fungi is native to Europe, but is increasingly showing up in North America. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Watch out, Billy. Um, symptoms occur 6 to 24 hours after eating. Include nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, and abdominal pain. And typically, the really dangerous part is you might feel okay a while after this all happens. Um, a lot of times you go to the hospital and they discharge you because you're feeling better. And then you go home. And the pain comes back along with jaundice, convulsions, coma, and death. Oh, man. Yep. The liver and the kidneys go into a fucking tirade. And they revolt and you die. Okay. So don't don't eat that one. Don't eat any of these, though, right? No, no, (laughs) especially not that one. Um, Number two is fly agaric. This one is the one you see in the fairy tale books. With the bright red cap. Oh yeah. With the it's little like long right? spots on it. Yep. Um, the fly part derives from the fact that people used to put these in milk as a way to trap and kill flies. Um, this one has iboetic, ibotenic acid and mescamol. Are these even words? I'm pronouncing these like I pronounce some of the band names, like the foreign band names. Um, So those two things attack the central nervous system. What happens if you eat one, you might ask? Um, Delirium, manic behavior, delusions, and convulsions. You may feel drunk and perceive small objects as very large. I'm oh, like, I'm going to have to get you some of these. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, the symptoms appear in as little as 30 minutes and last up to four hours. The only treatment is moral support since everything else <laughs> may worsen the reaction. Reassure the victim that the poisoning is merely temporary. So that doesn't seem deadly. That seems like people might want to do that. Like trippy. Yeah. Um, number three is uh, for false moral. This one is really. Wait, str- I'm sorry. Can I stop you for a yeah. second? Why would they put a poisonous mushroom all over children's books? 
Mm, right. Don't you think that they should be putting mushrooms that you can eat mm-hmm. so that when they see them, they remember them from their yeah. childhood maybe. and they're like, maybe. that's I safe. Know. I don't. Maybe it was a trick. Okay. Mm, Sorry. What's the next one? Um, false moral. <clears throat> and that's M-O-R-E-L. And these are odd looking. <clears throat> they look like um, a brown human brain. Oh, or like brain tissue, kind of. It's strange looking. Okay. Um, it says it can be fatal if eaten raw, but it is a particular delicacy in parts of Scandinavia and Eastern Europe when properly cooked. Mm. The culprit here is gyromitrin and MMH, which is produced when the mushroom is partially heated. MMH is also used as a propellant for rockets and is not a good thing to ingest. Doesn't sound like it. Um, if, what happens if you eat one? Symptoms appear 7 to 10 hours after eating, at which point nausea and vomiting set in, uh, followed by abdominal pain and diarrhea. In several severe cases, you die from liver damage. Mm. I don't think I want to try those. No. I don't think I want to try any of these. <laughs> I don't know. Number two sounded kind of appealing. No. Sounded awful. All right. Um, Number four is the autumn skull cap. As a rule of thumb. That says it in the article. I didn't say that. I don't want to get canceled. (sighs) Um, Avoid anything with skull cap in the name. These grow worldwide from the Arctic to Australia on Deadwood. They may be confused with some edible mushrooms such as the honey fungus. What happens if you eat one? The toxic agent here is the same uh, amanitin found in the death cap. Hold on to your liver. Um, this, I'm just going to read number five. I'm not going to go all seven. Okay. Billy, you're going to have to do some research. Uh, on yeah. We'll, we'll send Billy the article. All right. Um, Number five is Alcohol Inky, (laughs) which is a very strange name. Alcohol Inky, a wonderful name for a mushroom, is a member of the Inky cap family. (laughs) I like that you keep saying that word. Several of which have a great distinction. Uh, They're fine by themselves in absolute living hell if you mix them with booze. This is because they contain coprine, an amino acid that interacts with alcohol. If you eat one, strictly speaking, coprine is not poisonous by itself. What it does, however, when taken with alcohol is exacerbate the worst symptoms of alcohol intoxication. Mm. These include flushing of the face and neck, headache, and sometimes nausea. Uh, Further, it leaves your body susceptible, susceptible to alcohol poisoning. In other words, you can eat an alcohol inky cap without booze and be fine. Have a drink a few days afterwards and get seriously sick. That doesn't sound like fun. No. And sounds confusing too. Yes, very. Uh, The reaction starts between 30 minutes to two hours after eating. Your pulse speeds up. You get flushed. You have a headache. You feel weak, dizzy, then barf. Fortunately, recovery takes place spontaneously a few hours later. That, how does that make sense? Uh, it doesn't. Recovery takes place spontaneously a few hours later. Okay. 
Right. I'm just going to stay away from the mushrooms. All right. I'll trust Danny. Okay. Danny Wagman? Yeah. All right. Not Billy from Arkansas. <laughs> Billy, go do your reading. Yeah, you have two more. Yeah. Yep. And don't don't ask us these dumb questions anymore. <laughs> don't be rude. I don't know. I mean, we like the listener questions, but... But fuck you, Billy. <laughs> fuck you. Stop. All right. <laughs> We're going to go to Denmark... And we're going to listen to some Trolled, the song Brumbus. And this is their new single out now on Mighty Music. And just to give you a little background on this one, it's a heartwarming story about a bumblebee who loves life and parties all day long. It meets a girl and they party all night long, but sadly she falls down into the mug and passes away in a jar of mead. Um... All right. Are you sure you didn't eat some mushrooms over there? <laughs> then after that, Undergang with the song I Dit Stiffest Puss. I've destroyed that name. I'm very sorry, but this is off of their split release with Anatomia. Out now on Misako Un Ojo Records.
All right, we're going to head over to Craft. Mm. And I'm going to feed you some facts. Yeah, some shit. Yeah. All right. All right, first one, pretty crazy. Anthony Perkins, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Norman Bates and Psycho, discovered he was HIV positive after reading the National Enquirer. The article claims that he was HIV positive. It is suspected that someone illegally obtained his blood samples and had them tested for the virus, leaking the news to the tabloids. How fucking savage is that? Yeah. And why would you do that? Right. Unless they knew something. Insane. And they probably just wanted to make money. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I wonder, did he sue them? They've been sued, I think, many times. As they should be. (laughs) It's crazy they're still around. Yeah, I know. I don't know if he ended up suing them. Hmm. Yeah, I never knew that. Yeah. Uh, Birds, completely (laughs) changing topics here. Birds will all face the same way on power lines if it is windy. Hmm. I don't know that. Because birds are built front heavy, they experience less, less wind resistance when they fly into the wind. When it's not windy, most bird species will face in random selected directions. Hmm. And now that I think about it, I've seen both. Hmm. That is not as fascinating as the first fact. (laughs) I agree. Next fact, please. Okay. (laughs) Pizza Hut once sued Papa John's claiming that the slogan, Better Ingredients, Better Pizza is false advertising. That is lame. An objective opinion, I guess. Yeah. Did they? It doesn't say if they won or not. Hmm. Um, pinball was illegal for thirty years in many major U.S. cities because politicians thought it must have been a mob-run scam. <laughs> politicians thought the pinball was a game based on chance. The ban ended when a master pinball player was called in front of a committee to demonstrate his skill. That's ridiculous. (laughs) Was he a pinball wizard? Uh, um, The government had to step in to correct deceptive bacon packaging in 1974. The federal government intervened in 74 by enacting strict regulations requiring that a representative slice be made visible through a transparent window. That's why that's like that? Yep. Why? I never knew that. I don't know. (laughs) I have no idea. Hmm. Good use of government right there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, African wild dogs vote on important pack matters by sneezing. I don't know what you're talking about. They take part in high-energy greeting ceremonies that occur before the pack moves, and they gauge pack interest with audible, rapid, nasal exhales. (laughs) Sorry, I had a pop-up and advertisement come up. (laughs) I like the hand gesture that went with exhale. (laughs) (laughs) Like poof. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's about it. Hmm. Well, I liked um, one of those. 
Yeah, I should have ended with that one. <coughs> I saw... That, I don't know why, but that reminded me of an article I saw this past week about... Um, it might have been in crack, on Crack 2. Um, and it was about um, an Italian group of scientists that were part of... Well, it was part of like uh, the committee for... Uh, natural disaster and recovery or something like that. They they were part of this. Uh-huh. And there was... Um, they had predicted um, an earthquake was probably going to occur. I don't know how many years ago this was. It might have been like f- five or six years ago or something like that. And they predicted that it would be minimal. And it was it was pretty big and they i think like 300 people died from it so the government tried to hold them accountable for this what and they went on trial for it they were like trying to prosecute them for <laughs> yeah and i guess after years of trials they were acquitted but that seems crazy <laughs> interesting stuff yeah super interesting <laughs> Super interesting indeed. <laughs> Are you ready? I'm ready. To wrap up episode 161. Let's continue this heat stroke. <laughs> We're going to play two more songs. First up is Catharos oh, with the song The World Serpent's Marrow. This is coming off of their latest release that just came out on May 13th on Willowtip Records. The name of the release is Of Lineages Long Forgotten. And then after that, we're going to play a brand new song from our friend Gord Kirchen, The Exalted Pile Driver. The style is a little different, but it's a fun song. And I am going to massacre this band name. Apologies. The band name is... Zaf Zafnafar Barakus. No. Zafnafar Barkus. And the song is The Blue You Lose. Until next time. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Don't be an asshole. And it is a much cleverer thing to talk nonsense than to listen to it. Mm. I agree. <laughs>
those my minions of the Metal Inquisition. This is the Exalted Piledriver. You're listening to Grim Dystopians describing basically the fall of human mankind as we know it in song. <laughs> 